On this week's episode of Saturation, we discuss Bella Thorne calling out Whoopi Goldberg, the Jana Clout engagement, Cardi B in court, the much-anticipated Kardashian episode, Zendaya's HBO show, Euphoria, Dr. Phil spilling the tea on a Jonas wedding, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello's new single, Senorita, and Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis addressing headlines. You don't want to miss this. So crazy. A lot of you guys don't know that we're long distance. We're very long distance. It's heartbreaking. And like, yeah. we went to happy hour and I just was like, can someone not mic us up right now? Like, we were having I such know. great combo. We were talking <sighs> our shit, you know. It was so fun. Like, I was talking his ear off. He was talking my ear off. I don't need, like, I so probably could have stayed there for three more hours and oh, we wouldn't have run out of We had these great we drinks. Yeah, we had these great drinks and appetizer. Uh, also, not trying to act like we're famous, but like there were some people there that I could tell were looking at us, and then we ended up talking to them. So I was like, <laughs> "I'm back!" Like I, guys, we hung out back in Fort Worth where we both went to college, and so I was like, "People know us. People know me again." So that was and fun. Tell them what else you did. Oh, guys, yeah. So I was about to say I have a shitty Anna Liddy, if that's okay. Of course, okay, the it. yeah, of course, the Liddy was hanging out and getting to see you and getting to be back in Texas. Um, also part of that Liddy was I went to the Lady Gang, which I know some of you podcasters might have listened to them. Um, they're really funny. Kelsey Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. They had a show on E as well. That's how I noticed that. That's how I learned about them. But, um, it was a lot of women. Needless to say, I was probably like one of five straight guys, which was fine. But I got this kind of influence from them. Like they literally sit there and record their podcast and drink. So I'm having a beer right now because I was like... That seems so fun. So maybe it'll maybe it'll add to my personality. I mean, I have a big personality, but I just thought, relax. Why not? Like, take after them. I mean, they have one of the most successful podcasts in the world, and they literally drink the whole time. So totally. maybe there's some magic to that. Um, my uh, Also, Liddy, is today is my brand Southern Thankful's fifth anniversary, so I'm very excited about that, which is why I'm also having a beer to kind of celebrate while we record this. And um, my shitty, very quickly... Um, I almost died in a plane um, fiasco on Sunday. I was flying back from Dallas on a very small aircraft. Long story short, I put it on my story. You might have read it, people. But um, the plane, it was awful, awful weather. It was going up and down and up and down. And you could literally see the lightning because the plane was so small. We had to fly at a lower oh. altitude. So we were we were below the clouds. We weren't above them. Oh. Um, and I couldn't hear anything the pilots were saying. We had to make an emergency landing. We... Emergency landed in Texarkana, Arkansas, 
and I literally Ubered two plus hours back to the airport we were supposed to we were supposed to land in with with ready for it with my pilot me and the three other passengers that I do not know their names nor do I know where they're from or anything about them. Oh my god, only you, Kate. And this is so funny because when we were together, I was like, "Is it ever scary on that little plane?" And he's like, "I mean, not really. Like maybe for someone with major travel anxiety, but like." It's nothing terrible at all. I literally asked for it. Yeah, uh, it was crazy, but I guess that turns into a Liddy moment because I didn't die, so I'm fine with it. Exactly, that's pretty Liddy. Yes, Um, Grace and I have to do. We have to come up with something so that we can. I just wanted to do an episode of us just talking about life. Like I know you people want to know about pop culture, but we have some good influences. Like, I really wanted to record right before we started. Grace and I were talking, and she was showing me her nails, which I've never seen her nails not done, so I felt like that was a very bonding moment. Um, yeah. And only, like I, the, only very few of the realists have seen my natural stubby. <laughs> like, I feel like those conversations are fun. Like, we, we're, we're going to work on that, people. Yeah. We just try to give you everything you want, and it's just so hard. Poor us. It is. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, should we kick things off with our new section? Yes. Do you want to introduce it? Yes. Do you guys notice how every week we're like, we have a new section. Basically, every week we're just making up whatever seems fun to us. So, we're doing this new section called Fast Facts. Yay. This is kind of like the B team of entertainment news. Yes. Like the things that we don't really have time slash want to go in depth about, but we want to tell you about them. So, if you want to look into them, read some articles, watch some news coverage, or DM us and we'll talk to you about it, you can. So the first yeah. fast fact ever on the podcast, um, oh wait, Grace, do you want to do that one? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so, okay. there is new footage from the infamous Jesse Smollett hate crime case. Now, we've gone into depth about this, which is why we're making it a fast fact. I was tired of talking Basically, about him. Basically, the footage shows what appears to be a uh, noose around the Empire actor's neck. So... The video from a Chicago police body camera was taken inside Smollett's home in January, um, and when he told that, or back when he told them he was attacked, it's part of nearly 1,200 files, including more than 90 hours of footage newly newly released by the department. Very so interesting. There. Very interesting. You guys know he got off scot free on that. Also, it's important to mention that um, you should watch the footage for yourself and form your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our next fast fact is that today marks the 15th anniversary of The Notebook. Can you believe that? That movie's been out for 15 years. One of my, yeah, one of my very first dates ever, we watched The Notebook. So I, I feel like that's the first time I ever saw it. So. I feel like that's everyone's first date moment. Yeah, it's just like a classic movie. So you guys go watch The Notebook. Also, Michael Jackson passed away 10 years ago today, which I didn't think was a big deal. But today in the office, my coworkers were like, oh, <gasps> it's a big deal. I can't believe it. People were speaking out, yeah. et cetera. So rest in peace to Michael. I can't believe that was 10 years ago. That feels like it was like... Five years ago. Right. Okay, next next fast fact. Um, Lindsay Lohan's show on MTV is canceled. If you guys remember last year we talked, or last, like, not last year. It was, like, earlier this year. We talked a bit about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club on MTV. It wasn't a good show, but I still watched it, of mm-hmm. course. It was trash. And it was awful. And she said the show is moving in a different direction, and her life doesn't have enough drama for reality TV. 
bull crap. I think it didn't make enough money, but we will move on from that. <laughs> Uh, the next fast fact, and this is going to come into play later as we go in depth on this subject, but Kylie Jenner officially unfollowed Jordan Woods and her mother at the beginning of last week ahead of the Keeping Up Kardashians episode where they aired it all out and talked about the Tristan Kylie scandal, Tristan Jordan Kylie scandal. Um, so we're going to talk about that later, but it's just important to note that she did unfollow her finally. Yeah. Um, Kendall Jenner's alleged stalker John Ford has gone missing from Canada, and she has a five-year restraining order on him. Um, yeah, let's just hope he's not hiding somewhere. That's scary. Oh, please. That's literally scary. Yeah. Yeah, missing stalker is not the most comforting phrase. (laughs) Not the most comforting. Um... Uh, Taylor Swift's song, which we talked about last week, You Need to Calm Down, um, debuted at number two on the Billboard, Billboard Hot 100. Um, this is huge because it was literally doing, it was literally not on the chart, and then it was debuted at two, which is crazy. Um, this is her 15th top five, her 24th top 10 single, um, and it debuts atop a digital song series sales chart with 79,000 downloads sold. Um, this could be her record extending 17th number one on the chart. Wow. Crazy. Um, our next fast fact is you guys know that Disney has been doing a lot of live action recently with Lion King, Aladdin. Uh, I think there was another one, but that's besides the point. What I'm getting at is that there is a live action Little Mermaid being planned, and there is... There are rumors that Harry Styles is being considered to be Prince Eric, which that'll get me in the theater. I'll promise you that much. Literally. There's a side-by-side of, like, the cartoon and him, and they look very similar. So I think it's a good comparison. Our last fast fact is that the BET Awards happened last Sunday. Um, And just a couple of notable things from that. Cardi B opened the show doing an uh, giving Offset a lap dance while performing Clout and Press. Regina Hall hosted and paid homage to Beyonce's homecoming in the opening number. Lizzo performed, and she was literally so lit, and Rihanna was in the audience audience living for it. Um, Rihanna presented the Lifetime Achievement Award to Mary J. Blige. Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X performed and rode in on literal horses. Grace, I put that in there just for you. Um, <laughs> and there was a moving tribute to Nipsey Hussle, um, and he was given the Humanitarian Award um, at the show. His daughter was in the audience in tears. Very sweet. Um, so just to mention, we love a good award show. Yeah. Okay, that was pretty good. That's like makes that me feel good. good. I think we did really good at that. Okay. Yes. Entertainment news? Yeah, we'll move on to our entertainment news now, um, which we always do this. This is one of our study sections that never goes anywhere. Good old faithful. And um, I'll actually open up. Please. Because we mentioned this last week, the whole Bella Thorne leaking her nudes, and I feel like I was a little insensitive when I talked about it, because I didn't quite know the whole story, and I was a little bit of a savage, and I do regret that a little bit. <laughs> so, basically, like, right after Kate and I recorded last week, she sends me these Right videos, after. Like, like, immediately. She sends me these videos of Bella Thorne, like, hysterical crying on her Instagram story, um, completely, like, putting Whoopi Goldberg on blast, because... She's on The View, obviously, which is a show of, like, 
middle-aged? Is, is that offensive to say? No, no. But yes, would, like women. Yeah, it's like, I would say middle-aged women, and they, um, I mean, they express their views on topics, mm-hmm. so they try to get, like, a diverse group of women to where different views are expressed. And yeah. I guess that this Bella Thorne, um, her news being leaked, came up, and Whoopi Goldberg was basically saying, like, she's in the wrong for taking them in the first place because she's in the public eye and she should know better. And this really set off Bella Thorne, which I kind of do understand to an extent. I mean, of course, like, taking nude pictures of yourself is not the smartest thing in the world. Especially as a celebrity. But I feel like it kind of goes back to the whole victim-blaming thing. Like, she was blackmailed. They weren't supposed to go to the person that was blackmailing her. And I don't know. I mean, I kind of take Bella's side on this a little bit more because I do feel bad. Um, Wait, can I read some of these quotes? Yeah, yeah, read the tweets. I thought it was rather empowering that she beat him to the punch. I mean, something terrible is going to happen either way, Mm -hmm. so I actually think she handled it pretty well. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, go ahead and read some tweets. First of all, I'm dying laughing because I feel like you're rescinding your <laughs> statements last week because you're afraid Honestly, you're going to be put on blast. I feel like I wasn't thinking through so fully, like... Next thing, like, just picture it. Like, next thing you know, Bella... <laughs> Bella... Uh, wait, what's her name? No. Her name's not Bella. What's her name? Wait, I just forgot her name. No, yes, Bella Thorne. Sorry, I was thinking of Bella Hadid. I'm sorry, I had a Bella moment. Uh, next thing you know, Grace is being put on blast on Bella Thorne's I, stories. Yeah, I was just like, after seeing those videos Cade sent, I they were heartbreaking. a little too confidently on a topic that I didn't know enough about. Let's just say that, and you can now read the tweet. Thank you for admitting it, because, you know, Bella Thorne definitely listens, so we don't want to get you in any hot water. Yeah. Um, like, these are just a couple of things that I'll read just for you guys for some context. Um, Whoopi on The View said, if you're famous, I don't care how old you are, you don't take nude nude pictures of yourself. Once you take that picture, it goes into the cloud and it's available to any hacker who wants it. And you don't, and, and if you don't know what, if you don't, sorry. And if you don't know that in 2019, that this is an issue, I'm sorry, you don't get to do that. So, basically, this is the... She put the stories, but then she also put, like, a letter to Whoopi. And she said, Dear Whoopi, I have loved you for so long, but honestly, I'm so displeased and saddened by your response to my leak. Blaming girls for taking the photo in the first place, question mark, is sick and disgusting, honestly. So, what a girl can't... So, what? A girl can't send her boyfriend that she misses photos of her that are sexy? Things he's already seen. I, as a woman, should be so scared walking around my home being on my phone doing anything question mark is that what you want other women to be like question mark scared of the masses of their sexuality question mark question mark is that what you want question mark I don't I'm offended for anyone out there who has ever taken a sexy photo I'm offended for Jennifer Lawrence who feels publicly raped I'm offended for every person who has committed suicide for someone leaking their nudes. Your view on this matter is honestly awful, and I hope you change your mind, set as you are on a show talking to young girls. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think you said it so well. Um, I watched that clip before all this happened, and I thought, oh, she's speaking, like, Bella is such a young girl. Like, she's speaking pretty insensitively. 
about that matter, and then it was like she put her on blast, and Whoopi was getting all sorts of hate. Like, other celebrities, like Zendaya was speaking out and, you know, kind of showing support for Bella. So, again, she mentioned Jennifer Lawrence, who's been very um, honest about her whole difficulties with nudes getting leaked. So, I think that was a box of, like, worms that Whoopi did not mean to open. Yeah. They know. Ne- also, they never addressed it on the show. So I, I was checking those I, clips I'm every day. Just yes. I totally was them. Uh, Bella has a book out that she's promoting, and everybody knows that the View is like the number one place to go to sell a book slash promote a book because their audience reads, and so they have a good like relationship with selling books. And she mm-hmm. literally canceled her appearance. She was like, "I'm not going on that show." Yeah. So Which, bold move for her. Oh. Um. Should we move on to the next topic? Yeah. Okay, so this is just funny. Like, we don't have to talk about it in depth, but I honestly loved it. So, Seth Meyers, who I don't really watch a lot of his show, only when people that I, like, know or like are on there. Um, He had Rihanna, and he does this segment. He's done it with, like, Kelly Clarkson. We know how Grace feels about her. But he's done it with a couple other celebrities. And basically, it's called Day Drinking with Seth. And they just, like, go to this bar. It's in, like, an empty bar slash hotel lounge, some something around that um and they just day drink and talk and play games and it's so it was so good you guys you should watch it on youtube it's like 11 minutes it's so worth it him and rihanna and she was just giving her advice one of the things that was so funny is he was like making her drinks based off her songs so he made her a drink called under my umbrella diamonds in the rye um and, like, he made some drink with champagne, and she literally takes the Vouv, which is the type of champagne, and just, like, downs the bottle. It's hilarious. They're taking shots. They're okay. talking about everything. He made this drink. He literally got a chocolate bunny, broke the head off, put tequila in it, and called it, um, Bitch Better Have My Bunny. <laughs> and that was the drink. Um, also, I thought it was interesting um, that she said... There was a segment where she was like, he was like, ask me advice, and I'll and I'll tell you honestly. And he asked, she asked, if I quit music, what should I do? And y'all know that any Rihanna fan's heart sank in that moment. Like, if she quits music, no, 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 that cannot happen. Um, also, they played this game, which Grace, I feel like, like you and I would really thrive in, and maybe we should try to play on here sometime, where there's like photos, which paparazzi don't fall around, but he pulled out like paparazzi photos. Of Rihanna and was like, all right, if you can tell me when and where you were going in this picture, then I'll take a shot. And if you get it wrong, you have to take a shot. And so it was just funny. Like, she was like, there was one. And That's he, amazing. Yeah, it was, ama- it was so funny. There was one that um, she was like, he was so happy. He was like, she's never going to get this. And she was just like in like a track suit. Like, it looked like everyday thing. And she, she immediately said, that's me going to the dentist. And he was shocked. And also, it was, like, kind of bougie, so it was, like, the dentist. And he was, like, how did you get that? And she was, like, the street. I can see the street that I'm walking on. Oh, so, just funny. You guys should watch I it. I love that. Honestly, hilarious. <clears throat> okay. Tying back into our Bella Thorne conversation, not to beat a dead horse, but... Right. Her ex-girlfriend, Tana Mojo, famous YouTuber, has gotten, and I say this with air quotes, quote-unquote, engaged to Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys follow YouTube at all, you know that they've started this little, I guess you could call it a relationship, since she and her ex-boyfriend Brad broke up. So Brad had a public cheating scandal. She then posts a video with Jake Paul saying, meet my rebound. 
So it kind of started off as a lighthearted joke. I still think it is, but it's kind of up for speculation because they play the role very well, assuming that it is fake. Um, so she just recently turned 21, and she doesn't have her license, but he bought her a G-Wagon, which cost around $125,000. And they both, they both posted an Instagram about it. She'd been very open about the fact that she wanted a car, despite not having a license, and um, he did not disappoint. And in addition to the car, mm. he also bought her an engagement ring and engaged via bottle service in Vegas with a cake that said, Will you marry me, Tana? They've both been tweeting, confirming that this is real, that they are indeed engaged. Personally, I think it's more of a publicity stunt. Mm. They know that this is going to get viewed and get people talking. Um... But they're definitely playing it off well. What are your thoughts, Gabe? I mean, I knew... So, I think we've talked on here before about Logan Paul, who's Jake Paul's brother. They're both YouTubers. So, like, I knew who he was. I nutted who she was. I immediately go to look at her profile, and she has some very... um, What's the terminology? Um, I wrote it down on here. Hold on. This is important because this is kind of funny. Um, She has some very NSFW pics, which means not suitable for work. Right, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant until this. Um, basically, she's literally got pictures of her, like, literally looked like they need to be on a pornographic site. And I'm like, who is this girl? Um, yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, so I had no idea. But I was looking into it, and I saw, like, on past videos where they said they were only doing the dating for clout, basically. And I think, like, she, like, had gone on a date with his brother, and it didn't work out. And so then they started hanging out. It just seems, the whole thing seems really weird. I don't know them, so I can't really, like, you know, confidently comment on it. But it seems a little fishy. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I don't think so either. But the the big thing of this, like you mentioned, was that she used to date Bella Thorne. Like, what? I know. Can you believe that? She's like, Bella Thorne is like tied into everything. I agree. She seems like that yeah, sticky gum that you can't get off your shoe. Self relevant one way or another. Yeah, she seems like that sticky gum that you can't get off your shoe. Not that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not trying to talk bad about her, but she seems to be involved in everything in a mess. Anyways. Uh, okay, our next topic, thank you, Grace, for taking that, because, um, guys, instead of a question of the week this week, we asked you guys what topics you wanted to hear about, and that was one of them, so I don't know exactly who requested it, but there you go. That's our thoughts. <laughs> it uh, was my friend, Mia. Oh, perfect. No, I was so here for it. Um, the next topic, lightly, I just want to mention, you guys know that Miley Cyrus had a song come out recently called Catitude, featuring Rule Paul, where she made some comment about... Um, how she uh, doesn't, how, uh, the lyric was something like, I like Nikki, but I listen to Cardi. That strike, that, you know, brought up a lot of talk. And Nicki Minaj dropped a single last week, and she has her show on Apple Beats One Radio called Queen Radio. And on the thing, she asked, she the person on the show with her asked her about the lyric, I love you, Nikki, but I listen to Cardi. Um, and this is what she said about it. A prude chicken can never talk shit about queens. But I do notice a lot of prude chickens recently have been trying to cut, trying to say the queen's name for clout, and that's always been happening. 
That's what Cyrus did in the first place. And then the white girl cried and made the black girl seem like she was a bad guy. In the first place, she disrespected me in the magazine in a, mag- in a magazine article for no reason. She also made a comment about um, Miley's black mirror character, Ashley O. Um, and Nikki said, now for you coming out with pink wigs, all you bitches want to be Nikki. That this is the problem. I'm sorry. The only reason I want to talk about this is because I cannot stand Nicki Minaj. We've talked about it on here before. I'm just going to be very open and honest. I feel like in the past I've been like, oh yeah, I'm not really a fan. No, I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, I don't like her. I don't understand. Like Miley came out and said like, we're all queens basically. Like when she was doing press for the song, and Nicki's out here like coming at the queen for clout. Nobody wants to be attached to Nicki Minaj. Nobody wants clout from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. That's all I have to say. You, anything? Yeah. Or, no. <laughs> I, I feel like she took a mount, or, uh, what's the saying? Oh, mountain out of a molehill? Yeah, she made a mountain out of a molehill. What's that? Let go. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, our last topic, you guys know we had to talk about this if you've been watching the news, um, for our entertainment section. Cardi B was indicted, um, on charges after the whole strip club brawl. If you guys remember, Cardi allegedly paid someone to attack these two sisters back back in August of 2018. She believed one of them was sleeping with Offset, offset at the time. She was given a plea deal, um, and she denied it, saying like she wouldn't take it, saying that she was not guilty. Um, and then last week they indicted her on 14 criminal charges, two felonies, and for things like conspiracy, attempted assault, etc. Um, the plea deal was only one misdemeanor, and so then they threw all these extra things on her. Her and her arraignment was today, um, and again, she just basically reiterated that she's not guilty. Her lawyer claims that she didn't injure anyone in the incident. Um, allegedly, there's footage of her throwing an ice bucket. Also, Cardi was pregnant at the time, so keep that in mind. Um, I don't know if the, again, allegedly there was footage. I'm not sure. You would think if there was footage, she would have taken the plea deal. So she must feel she has a very strong case. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the same day that she went and got those extra charges, um, when she was indicted, she appeared at that ASCAP, um, event and she was given the award for songwriter of the year. Um, there's also a video of her on stage this past weekend and she gets the whole crowd to chant, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to jail. <laughs> and the oh whole, literally God. everybody's lit. So she must think she's not going to jail. Um, do you think she's going to jail? Um, when I originally saw this question on our doc, I was like, no, she's not going to jail. Mm-hmm. But 14 criminal charges and two felonies makes me a little nervous. Yeah, same. Uh, like I said, she did appear in court today, and I, we need she a lawyer. Came to huh? She came to slay. She did. She looked amazing. I mean, she all, her going to court is like her. Starting in her best form. Literally, like, it's like her, it's like her going to the prom or something. Like, she just looks, I was trying to, like, yeah. equate it to something that we could relate to, but we just can't, so. Um, oh. And again, basically, she just, we need, like, a lawyer to, like, phone a friend to explain some of these things, because I just don't know. But basically, from what I read, she just went in and said, hey, I'm not guilty. And so I don't know what the next step is. 
um, but she could potentially face prison time. People are concerned for culture. I'm worried for culture. Offsets in his own legal drama. I just, I just don't know. We'll see. Sweet culture. She didn't knock for any of this. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I will say this is Cardi's like first ever legal situation. Um, so like criminal maybe charges. So maybe that'll be good for her. Yeah. Okay. Should we do Kardashian correspondence? I believe we should. Okay. Guys, you know this section. We've done it a few times. This is basically where we talk about all things Kardashian. And this past week was a big week, so we wanted to take a moment to just kind of really breathe and tell some of the thoughts and feelings from last week's episode. Um, This was the two-part season finale, which is basically kind of going through and taking us all through um, the Jordan cheating on or Tristan cheating on Chloe with Jordan Woods, Kylie's best friend. Gosh, that's a mouthful. It never gets easier. Um, also, I wanted to mention that while I was, you know, stranded the other day and like having crisis in the air, I was reading <laughs> Lamar's book at the time and it was so interesting. You guys should definitely read it. Um, if you want to borrow my copy, let me know. I'm happy to share it. Um, also it's just, I think I wanted to just make mention that, um, Lamar posted a picture a few, like a week or so ago, that his book was the New York Times number six best selling book. And Chloe commented on, it, commented on it and said, Look at God. Congratulations, Lammy. Keep shining. So she obviously agrees with everything in the book. There's a lot of things. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of things Kardashian related. Like there's, I was going to read some excerpts, but we don't really have time. But basically a couple, like one of the biggest things is that he was trying to like mend things with Chloe, um, right before the whole brothel overdose. And Chris like told him where to find her said, she's going to be going to soul cycle on this like random Wednesday morning. And he drove all night from Las Vegas Um, And Chris said, Chloe wants to talk. And conveniently, he got there at 6 in the morning to SoulCycle. And Chloe's like, what are you doing here? I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. And then all these paparazzi jump out. So Lamar thinks that Chris um, told them that this was going to happen because she wanted it to be, like, in the media that they were breaking up. That was just one of many interesting facts. Um, From Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, really (laughs) shook. That's why I'm kind of surprised that Chloe is, like, being supportive. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. I was trying to find this one quote um, that was just so, so rich. Maybe I'll keep looking for it, and I'll tell you in a minute. But that was, you, you guys should read the book. It's it's honestly good, and Chloe supports it, which I liked knowing. Yeah, me too. Also, Kylie has been doing a lot of hanging out with Sophia Ritchie, and Sophia has been modeling for Good American, which is like the stamp of approval that the family accepts you. So that's a notable mention as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm kind of here for that. No, me too. I think it's really, really nice of them, especially of Chloe. She's very, you know, she's giving. She's loving like that. Um, okay, I'm going to give us five minutes to talk about this. So let's do okay. it. I want to know your thoughts, feelings, reactions to this past week's episode. Okay, I've had so many mixed feelings on the whole thing. Um, I definitely picked up on, like, the, uh, like, meaningful editing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, throwing in those clips of, like, Chloe being yes very, like, nice to Jordan and accepting and all of that. 
yeah. tied through the whole situation. They threw in, like, a couple of those. Um, there was something I really didn't like about the whole narrative, and that was just how much Tristan was dismissed. Yeah. Um, I felt like they, like, even when Chloe's talking about that night, when he was out all night with friends, she's like, Tristan didn't come home that night, which blows over the fact that, like, Tristan didn't come home to his family that night, but, like, that's not the point. Like, right. I just, I want a little more accountability on Tristan's end okay. from all of them. Like, okay. I don't love this whole blaming the woman and only the woman. Yes. However, I'm not Jordan's biggest fan. Right. After and whole- I think it's important to mention that us talking about this, we're not adding to the narrative of, like, hating Jordan. We're just telling you our thoughts on this show. I do think that they um kind of, like mentioned the only real capacity that they kept mentioning to him was that they kept saying we all know what Tristan was capable of like multiple of them said that that, and that was another thing I kind of had a problem with it's like oh okay so he's dismissed because you already knew who he was Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like give the guy some accountability it's not like he's in the clear because oh we already knew who he was it's like no yeah he cheated on you when you were basically pushing out his child and then he cheated on you again with your sister's best friend. Yeah. This isn't something that we're just going to breeze over. Um, a couple of, like, timeline things that I wrote down that I thought were interesting. First of all, when the story broke, like, we thought that there was, like, the incident happened and the next morning Chloe went, or Jordan went and told Chloe what happened. That's not the case. A whole day went by. So, basically, the incident happened. Jordan went home. Jordan showed up in front of Kylie that morning because they lived together. Smile on her face, didn't say anything about it. She called Chloe and said, last night Tristan was at this thing. I was there. I was your watchdog. And Chloe talked about that and said it was really weird because on a, because any time in the past that Jordan has been at an event where Tristan has been, Jordan immediately texts her and says, hey, I'm at this event. Tristan's here. Which I've done that with friends before too. But yeah. she said it was weird that she was calling her the next day telling her. And also, to that point, Kylie said in the episode that she told Jordan, I'm honestly scared of you. Like, that you're capable of waking up the next morning with a smile on your face and not seeing any consequences for your actions. So, I thought that was a good timeline note to point out. Also, it wasn't at Tristan's house. That was another thing that was being reported. And I remember being confused. Mm -hmm. Like, why does he have a separate house from Chloe? Uh, But that's not the case. He was in town for the weekend for the All-Star game and had brought some friends into town, and so he had rented them an Airbnb. So this whole situation with Jordan went down at his Airbnb he was renting, not his separate home. Um, Larsa, so basically how it all kind of unfolds. The first 30 minutes are just like routine things. They do start the show by showing a clip of of Kylie and Jordan and Chloe, which was very meticulous on their part. And Mm -hmm. then the 30-minute mark is where it really like dives in. It gets that, you know, that... That, uh, that dark music, that suspenseful music. When yeah. that music comes on in the Kardashians, it just gets my blood boiling. That's when you know. Yes. Um, basically, Kim, and it's also, can we talk about how, con- I'm sorry, I have so many things. Um, can we talk about how convenient it is that Kim's always in K, like, keeping up with the Kardashians' interviews when this I news breaks? I don't know if that's actual or, like, planned. Because if you remember, it happened when the whole first time Tristan cheated. She was doing yeah. her interviews. So she's sitting there. She gets a call from Larsa. Larsa says, hey, this reporter called. He says he's going to break this story. I don't know what to do. I think we need to tell Chloe. 
Kim's like, there's no way, but okay, I'll tell Chloe. She gets Chloe on the phone and Courtney on the phone. They're talking about it. Meanwhile, Courtney's trying to come in the studio where they're filming the interviews, and she's like, someone let me in. There's paparazzi out here. And Kim's like, Chloe, or Courtney, shut the F up. Like, I'm trying to listen to Chloe. Like, she's not going to help her. I thought that was really funny. Then she finally comes in. Somebody lets her in. They're sitting there talking about it. They get Kylie on the phone. It's a, it's, I mean, there were so many details. Like, we could literally spend a whole episode talking about it. But, like, one thing that I thought was weird amongst several things was that originally Jordan told Chloe she didn't know what happened, which yeah, I, I thought was weird. Yeah, I found that really weird, too. Um, and I guess she said to Chloe, I'm so confused. And yeah. Chloe's like, you're confused. Right. Like, but this just goes to show you the type of person Chloe is. Like, she was on the phone with Jordan and literally said, if you need to take a minute, like, take a minute. And you, if there's something that you really need to tell me, like, you can just text me. Because, like, you know, it's easier to text some, someone something than, like, telling them over the phone. Right. And she said, Jordan said, I'll call you back in five minutes. And she never called back, which is very suspicious. That's basically ha- what happens whenever you're changing your story. Um, all the sisters talked several times during the show, and it seemed like every time Jordan's story was inconsistent. Like, she never told the same story the whole time, which is very sketchy to me. Um, also, the emphasis, I think, was placed a lot on Jordan during this part of the saga was because Tristan's on a plane the whole time. Um, yeah. And so when the news is breaking, like, she can only find out the truth from Jordan because she can't right. reach Tristan. Which is um, rather convenient on Tiffany's Yes, part. like, are you kidding me? Um, another thing that I had written down was that, um, like, she said she stayed so late to, like, watch out for him. Again, I kind of already mentioned that, but, like, what? Okay, thanks for your kindness. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, again, like, Grace, she said no one was surprised about Tristan. I was literally on the floor laughing uncontrollably at Courtney getting glam done with all the like tape on her face on the phone as this saga is breaking. Do you know what I'm talking I about? Know. It was such a meme, such a Courtney mood. Like she's literally just sitting there and like listening, but it, it was just funny. You guys need to watch to really understand. Um, another thing, Chloe employed Jordan. Like, uh, did you see the whole flashback clip of them at the good American shoot? And she's like, don't just yeah. di- Chloe literally says to Jordan, don't disappoint me. And Jordan's like, I would never. Yeah, she's like, when have I ever? The irony. Um, the last note that I had was that Kendall called and was very shocked. Like, she wasn't in this episode a lot, which I guess because there were so many moving parts and so many people involved. But she was like, Jordan is literally the last person. Like, she literally called and was like, is this a true thing? Like, you know, she saw it on Instagram or something and was like, is this real? Right. Just funny how kind of they all know. I thought it was interesting. They kind of kept Chris out of it. Like, did you notice when they're all in the group call and cl- they're, they're like, like... no mom. Yeah, no mom. Um... And, you know, Chris said that she had talked to Jordan and she basically told Jordan, you need to clear it up with Chloe. Like, Kylie and I are going to have Chloe's back no matter what. Um, Also, my last, I know I've said my last a few times, but I thought it was very interesting, the whole, like, Tristan committing suicide narrative. Did you pick up on that? Okay, I did want to talk about that, too, because this is just something that I'm really sick of, is people fucking up and using mental health as a manipulative tactic. Yeah. Because it completely belittles people who actually have mental health issues. It's ridiculous. Like, I see right through it. Because every time someone's in hot water, they pull that card. And it's like, no, you're just trying to get out of trouble. Because you were an idiot and cheated on your wife or mother of your child again. Yeah. 
in like the worst way possible. Like I literally, I'm so sick of people doing that. Same. I mean, it's it's something we're going to keep seeing. And you guys know, if you're a regular listener of the show, like we could get on a tangent about mental health. But I thought that that was, like no one in the media mentioned that, no one anything. But it was like slightly bumped over. Basically, Chloe was not talking to Tristan. And so he like basically, apparently he texted and said that he was going to kill himself. I don't know. She didn't read it word for word. And he obviously knows that she's like a caring person. And that's yes. going to like make her then. He's manipulative. To make sure he's okay. Right. Exactly. You're 100% right. So she sends her, Tristan's best friend, who she's friends with by acquaintance, to check on him. And the guy's like, yeah, he's fine. Like, he wouldn't come to the door, but he didn't seem to be in crisis. So. Right. uh, That's just another, add that to my list of reasons why I am not for Tristan Thompson. Uh, Yeah, I'm simply not here for him either, honey. Any other notes on the episode? I think that's it for me. Okay, same. We did good. Next week is the second half of that, and we'll kind of dive back in and, like, maybe talk a little longer about it if time permits. But I want to read you this really quick because this is just, like, amazing. From Lamar's book. Um, he So this is when he's in the hospital, in the coma, and he's, like, recounting based on what friends have told him. He says, As I lay in room 228 behind a glass wall designed to keep germs out while allowing doctors a clear view of me, I had no idea of the chaos that was ha- that was beginning to swirl around me. And none of it had anything to do with the hospital equipment or frantic nurses. A force of nature was on its way, colon. Chloe Alexandra Kardashian, to her arrival would kick, to say her arrival would kick things up a notch is an understatement. Oh! Wow. A force of nature. Amazing. I loved it. That's iconic. Yeah. Um, okay, that's all we have for Kardashian, right? Yes. Now we'll move on to Song of the Week. Yes. Tell me yours. Um, I feel like you can guess mine, but it's Senorita by Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Oh my gosh, guys. We just need to talk for a second about the steamy music video. Wow. I was I'm, like, is this allowed? i my core. Yeah, I was like, is this a... Like, it honestly seemed like it should have had, like, a warning a little bit. It was very um, sexual. But uh, also, it's just so interesting because I think we talked about it last week. They're rumored to have had this romance. So I'm like, is this real? Is this fake? Someone tweeted, like, how many mouthwash did you gargle in this scene? And it's, like, him laying on top of her, like, face to face. And he's like, "You you have no idea how many months I had that day. Oh, I didn't see that. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I have to send it to you. Please. Um, courtesy of Comments by Celebs, I want to read you guys a few comments on their pictures. They're also on the cover of Variety Magazine and some very steamy shots. So between that, the music video outtakes, and the song, like, comments were going off about them. So there, Sean posted a picture of them, and Ryan Tedder, um, the songwriter and leader of One Republic, wrote, Got You a Room, 37F, Breakfast and Wi-Fi Included. There's another picture Sean posted of him on top of Camilla in a hotel bed. Benny Blanco commented and said, this belongs on Pornhub. Avril Lavigne commented and said, yes. Um, like, guys, there's there's so much content that I just can't. Like, the comments were going off. There's one more that was, like, one of my favorites. Um, it was, like, one of the original posts that Sean posted of the video. And he said, hashtag Senorita video out now. 
Benny Blanco commented and said, This movie is R-rated and I'm here for it. Diplo commented, Date me. Rita Ora commented, Shishki. I mean, it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good song. It, it's a good song, though. Um, also, the behind-the-seeds footage where they're, like, practicing the dance, and he drops her. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. Amazing. Also, you could tell that he was getting really into it because he would, like, walk away, and he'd be like, there's cameras everywhere. Like, he, you could yeah, tell he, he would do the scene and then try to, like, yeah, crazy. Um, my song of the week is going to be um, Money in the Grave featuring Rick Ross by Drake. I'm not a huge Drake fan, but oh, I don't know. I like the song. My brother showed it to me. I love the part where he's like, if I die, I put my money in the grave. Like, he, like, <laughs> that part to me is just, like, so good. I, you can just, like, you can build up your anger and say, great. Like, you can do, it's so good. Um, also, it debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number seven. So, it skyrocketed up. So, you guys should listen to it. Absolutely. Okay, now for our saved Instagram skate, I'm going to let you kick it off. Okay, this was one that I had saved, but then someone wanted us to talk about it, so I thought, oh, great, a twofer. Um, Zendaya overall literally kills it. She's out promoting Spider-Man, which comes out um, July 2nd, the second one. She plays Mary Jane. I'm pretty sure that's her character's name, you know, Peter Parker's love interest. Um, so she's been out doing a lot of press, stepping out. Her stylist, La Roche, I think that's his name. Um, kills it all the time. She looks great. Um, she's always changing up her look. Also, she has this new show out called Euphoria on HBO. I would just like to alert the masses that I got HBO last week, which means I can catch up on Big Little Lies. I can watch yeah. Game of Thrones finally. And I started this new show. And Grace, it is so good. You have to watch it. What is it called? Euphoria? Euphoria. Basically, it's like... Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of starting that. No, it's good. There's only one episode so far, you guys. It's very real, and it, like, gives a lot of warnings before it starts. Like, if you're in a bad place, you know, it's, like, basically what high schoolers go through in real life. This is not some Riverdale bullshit. Like, this is some real stuff. Like, this is, yes, this is, like, real things that are happening to real kids. Zendaya plays a drug addict. It seems very real, very honest, very open. Um, but also the drama is there. So I highly, highly recommend. It's so good. Um, maybe we'll talk about it more in depth at some point. Yes. Okay, tell me you. My first save is from Kardashian Clips. And oh, it's a video so of Stormy and Sue at the farm hugging. Mm. The cutest thing I've ever seen. I've watched it like 500 times. So good. I'm going to send it to you. Please do. Um, my next one, again, courtesy of comments by celebs. You guys know I live for them. Um, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are in Paris. They both posted a photo, like, almost kissing, very romantic in front of the Eiffel Tower. And both of their captions were, um, the French emoji, me, and then the, like, smirk emoji. Basically, French kiss me is what it boiled down Aww. to. They both use the same caption, but Dr. Phil commented on Sophie's. Now, Dr. Phil has become friends with both of them. You guys might remember that Sophie did that very emotional interview where she talked about depression and suicide with Dr. Phil, and then he had the Jonas Brothers on the podcast I listened this week. It was very good. Um, he comments on it. Easy now, exclamation point. One week to go. Ha, see you at the wedding. 
So basically, they're getting married this weekend, people. You can expect us to talk about their wedding this time next week on the next episode. And the comments by celebs caption, which I loved, was Dr. Phil out here spilling tea, LOL. Literally, he's like breaking the news. Oh my God. From Diplo to Dr. Phil. They need to tighten their, their, their guest list. Totally. Okay. okay, my next fave mm-hmm. is, um, so I follow the Dolan Twins on YouTube. If you guys watch YouTube, you probably know who I'm talking about. They're so hot, and they've really stepped up their fashion game in, like, the past year, I would say, and they went to Paris Fashion Week with Louis Vuitton. Oh. And there is a photo, like, Okay, so they killed it, like, the whole week, fashion-wise. But there is one specific photo that Ethan posted that says, Paris for Men's Fashion Week. And I'm usually a Grayson girl. Like, I'm in love with Grayson, usually. And then my roommate, Caroline, were like, I told her, she can have Ethan, I'll have Grayson. But I sent it to her, and I was like, Ethan in this picture is making me feel some type of way. And she's like, no, 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 no. Ethan's mine. But, wow. I mean, all of their pictures are good, but that one specifically, like, I had to save. Fighting over the Dolan twins. I love to see it. Yes. Um, my next one, this this was an Instagram story, so I didn't, couldn't necessarily save it, but, you know, I screenshotted it. So everybody knows, well, you might not know, but now you will. Um, Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Schumer are, like, best friends. So Amy just had a baby recently, like, in March, and she put on her story, screenshot of, like, text conversations between her and J-Lo. And I literally, like, get giddy over celebrity text combos. Like, I just love it because it's so relatable, and I don't know. It just it just really gets gets me going. Um, Jay, so Amy Schumer posts this, and her Jennifer's name in Amy's phone is J-Law. And these are the, so these are the text from J-Law. You up? I have questions about handmaids. Take. Then she sends another message. Tail. Then another message. It's an emergency. Then another message. Amy, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. What did she do on season one to deserve being in the gallows on season two? Amy has not replied. J-Law text again. I can't remember where I left off. Are you asleep because of the baby? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Are are you asleep before 11? Question mark. Is this because of the baby? Question mark. Don't make me resent the baby. No, no reply. J-Law. Wow. Another message. You're really asleep before 11. I'll be damned. And then Amy replies, hi, I'm awake. She ran away. But she put it on her story and said, everybody keeping their cool. She said, everybody keeping their cool about me having a baby. Just funny. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. I like that too. Uh, my next one, I've talked a little bit about my obsession with Billy Eilish's brother, Phineas, and his girlfriend, Claudia. Oh, yes. For years. And Claudia, the blogger, posts, she goes to, like, a lot of their shows, and she posted a picture. It just made my heart feel so complete of her, Phineas, Billy's brother, Billy, and then Billy's, like, four friends, who I don't know any of them, but she said, just wrapped up on our family sitcom. And just seeing, like, them together interacting, like, a lot of people know I'm a Billie Eilish, like, fan, hide or die. I love her so much, so... To see just all these, like, people that I'm obsessed with in a picture together made me really happy. That's pretty cute. Very. Um, my next one, it's going to be long. And I get so, 
nervous about reading on here because I'm not really the best reader if you haven't picked up on it. But I'm going to try to just briefly mention it, but it's it's very noteworthy. Grace, I'm talking about Sean Mendez's post from Sunday. Oh, yeah. I want to read it to you all because I feel like you can always use a little inspo. So Sean posts several pictures of him out on tour. Also, I'm seeing Sean Mendez this Sunday, so it's relevant to my life currently. I'm still not over it. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for reports. This is his caption. Quote, I'm thinking about being in ninth grade right now. The day after I posted one of my first covers onto YouTube back in 2014. At school, walking down the hall, straight into a group of older guys yelling out, quote, sing for me, Sean, sing for me, end quote. In a way, that made me feel absolutely horrible. Made me feel like a joke. Like what I was doing was just stupid and wrong. I was lucky enough I had the best friends and the best parents anyone could ask for. No matter what they would, no matter what, they never would let me stop doing what I loved, in all caps, to do, just because someone else, in all caps, thought it was stupid. It's not a joke to me. To make someone feel bad about doing what they love, every single person deserves to do what makes them feel alive. I'm writing this not only to the 15-year-old kid who's scared to follow their heart because of what ha- what people might say, but also to the 50-year-old who may be doing the exact same thing. I know it's not just an, just that easy, and I'm not asking you to change your world overnight, but I want you to know that no matter what, how old you are, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you deserve to follow your heart. I'm here, and I'm rooting for you. I love that message. I just really connected to this because I think it's so easy for our generation to compare ourselves to other people in a lot of ways, especially age-wise. Like, oh, well, they've done this, and they're this age. You know, it's very easy to do. So I really liked that. Also, the comments on this were crazy. Niall Horn, Camila Cabello, David Dobrik, Benny Blanco, Julian Michaels, Tommy Dorfin, Maggie Rogers, Ryan Tedder. All these, everyone was really supporting him. So I thought that was great. Okay, this is my last one, I'll say, but my friend Mia, I've talked about her a couple of times on the show, sent me a video of Halsey performing Nightmare. I'm still obsessed with that song. We've talked about it on the show, Kate and I both. Yes. But she is performing, and she's in these, like, zebra print, like, high-waisted... Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, like, hot pants Mm -hmm. and, like, a little black crop top. And the song, the look, everything, like, I'm watching it right now, and I just, I have the biggest girl crush on her. Like, I could just watch her walk around all day. Yeah. Halsey, right? Yeah. Yeah, Halsey. So good. And she, she's a literal chameleon. Like, she changes. I know. And she looks good in everything. Yeah. It's it's honestly crazy. Because she has such a good face. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like it doesn't matter what she does with her hair and outfit cuz she's always going to look beautiful. Yeah, I mean she's literally been bald before and she looks great. I mean Literally. Yes. That's she, when you know you're really freaking pretty. That's when you know. She's um she's dating young blood right now, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Interesting. Um okay, my last one, again, more reading, but it was really funny, so I'm going to transcribe it for you. Um Ashton Kutcher, who's married to Mila Kunis, um, posted this hilarious video basically responding to them on the cover of Star Magazine. So they're on the cover of Star. And they went back and forth as he's holding, as 
Mila is kind of behind him holding up the cover, and this is their conversation on the video. Babe, what's happening? What's going on? She says, it's over between us. He says, it's over between us? Question mark. She says, yeah. Then he says, oh my God, what are we going to do? And she said, I feel suffocated and looked at the camera deadpan. And then he said, you felt suffocated by me? Question mark. Oh, I was just so overbearing, wasn't I? Question mark. And then he says, also, what else is going on? She said, I took the kids. He said, oh, you took the kids? Like, I don't get to see the kids anymore? And she said, well, you had some very dark... She, Sorry, she said, well, you had a very dark secret exposed. And he said, oh, my gosh, what was the dark secret? She said, I don't know. I only have this photo holding up the screenshot on her phone. And he says, must have been really dark. And then the video ends. I don't know. I thought it was just a funny way to, like, poke fun at fake news and paparazzi. And it was, very it was basically nice. saying they were getting separated and, and she was taking the kids and he had a dark secret, if you can put that together. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny. I did have to laugh at that. It was it was good. Okay. Good work, Cade. Great work, oh. Grace. Okay, now give them a reminder of what else they need to listen to. Oh, yes. Have- Guys, if you haven't yet, you should listen to Swifty School from last week. It was very informative. Several Taylor Swift fans have listened and told me that they really liked it. So you should listen um, because... It's just really good. We went through all of the whole timeline. Yes, the whole timeline of Katy Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. We talked about the new song and the music video, all the cameos, everything in between. It's really, really good. I hope you listen to it and like it. Also, give us a rating. Give us a comment. Write us a review. We really appreciate that. Um, Yeah. Love it. Okay, so we'll see you guys next week. Or back here next week. Same time, same place, and we love to talk or like getting your topic requests. Yes, so we can make that a regular thing because we want to talk about what you guys want to listen to. So yeah, I hope. Up. I hope that we did. I think we did a good job. I think so too. Shout out yeah. to us. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening. Signing off.